Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acri. And today we have a return guest yes. coming onto the podcast. We're also doing a new intro. Yeah, we're so this is the trying third. to record intros after the fact. It's like really throwing us off here. But this guy's amazing. Like he has literally his own two podcasts. One of them is always like in the top three or four of marketing podcasts on Apple. He has over 30 million downloads of his podcast. Yeah. A genius when it comes to marketing. Yeah, his name is Eric Sue. He's the CEO of Content Intelligence Software ClickFlow, uh, as well well as owner of the ad agency Single Grain. His two podcasts, like Luke mentioned, are called Marketing School, which he does with Neil Patel. And then Leveling Up is his other podcast, which is also the name of his upcoming book that he's going to talk about. Yeah, I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview because he walks through the book, but he walks through this concept of gamification and gamifying your life, which I actually agree with, but I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to make you listen to the interview. This week's featured review, review before we hop into that comes from Nextmark87. They say best podcast for agents by far five stars love this podcast josh and luke deliver so much marketing gold every episode and would and keep things entertaining as well 100 would recommend so thanks next mark 87 for leaving that review to help out the show make sure that you're subscribed to stay paid on apple podcast and leave a review and a comment to let us know how we're doing and now let's get into the interview From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. All right, we're going to welcome Eric Sue back on the podcast. Eric has a new book called Leveling Up, How to Master the Game of Likes. Life. <laughs> well, I want to know how to master the game of likes. That's what I want to know too, man. That's, that was our last podcast okay. with Eric. We went over Instagram. Yeah, that is social true. Media. Eric, welcome back to the podcast. Why don't you just kind of reintroduce yourself to everybody and then let's talk about this new book that you've got coming out. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, so my name is Eric Sue. Glad to be here again. And uh, my goal is to help level up the world through marketing, right? Tied in with the book right there, you see? So uh, you have a couple of marketing-related businesses, a software business, an ad agency. Um, we've got we've got the the whole peer group thing. I don't call it a mastermind. And then we've have, uh, we have, you know, training as well. And then I also invest in, uh, Martech SaaS companies. And then finally got a podcast called leveling up and then another one called marketing school. And, uh, yeah, I just try to stay around, um, you know, my competencies, which is, uh, which is marketing. So what led you to writing the book leveling up? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm an avid kind of reader and learner and um, I love physical books. I've tried the Kindle thing. I've tried, you know, all the other stuff. I, I, I love audiobooks too, but I think uh, Naval Ravikant put it really well. He's like, look, you know, audiobooks are, it's like juicing. Like you lose all the nutrients, right? When you juice. So like, I think there's a time and place for, for, for both. But um, I think, you know, for me, you know, one thing that's really stuck with me, I forgot who said this, but uh you know, you write a book when you have a message to deliver. And, you know, for me growing up, the, the intersection that I have is I, I kind of did esports before it became a thing. And then, um, you know, obviously business and marketing is, is the thing that I'm obsessed over right now, which is the game that I'm playing right now. And so, you know, you have over 3 billion people in the world that have played games and there's a stigma tied to it. I think these people need to understand that a lot of stuff you learn from gaming, resilience, teamwork, um, communication, all that type of stuff actually translates to the real world, just like sports, right? So I'm sure you guys are sports fans, but, um, 
look, you, you know, same deal, right? When you're out there, you're playing basketball, football or whatever, it's the same type of thing. And sports is very much a game, you know, video games, same, same type of deal. There's just a stigma tied to it. So um, the message here is that, Hey, like gaming actually can create leaders and life is a game. You just play it every day. It's a lot more fun that way. I love that. Especially um, you got to check out the video of this because Eric's got his background set up with his book and Luke actually got the video game correct in the background. All my nerds out there represent. <laughs> yeah. No, I love, I love that idea. I mean, esports is blowing up. It is huge. It continues to rise. Uh, I think more people will be talking about it and recognizing it in the future. So I think you're kind of grabbing a wave here that makes a lot of sense. You talk about in the book, this idea of life gamification, Right. And how you're kind of viewing life through the ends of playing a game. What do you mean by that? And how does that benefit for everybody's everybody's listening their their business? Yeah. So, I mean, to me, life gamification, I mean, you know, every single day, like, like I wake up excited just the same way I felt when I was about 12 years old, I was playing this game called EverQuest, um, which is a precursor to World of Warcraft. And um, to me, it's you know, part of the game is getting power-ups. You're going out there collecting power-ups, you're getting a little stronger. And then, you know, you're, you know, in life, it's really about habits and it's about mental models. Right. Mm. And so, you know, before I go to bed, I have all the sleep optimization stuff, right. It's to help me perform better. Right. It's like my, my bed cools itself. The room's at 68 degrees. I have this, like all this crazy stuff. Right. And, um, when the day starts, I fill out my journal in the morning. It's just to optimize my brain. Get me, get me going on the right foot. And, um, you know, Yes. Everyone talks about meditation. Everyone talks about training. Look, I'll do the meditation. I'll do my body workout and then I'll hop on my Peloton. Right. But these are little power ups that I'm getting to get my day off to the right start. So that's one form of gamification right there, but there's also other stuff too, right? Like the stuff we're doing right now, it's, it's figuring out, okay, like we're on this podcast right now, but beyond that, we're actually having a conversation. We're going to build a relationship. Hopefully at some point we'll meet in person and that relationship will go who knows where, whether it's me helping or you helping um, who knows. Right. I think there's, there's just, there's just, there's just elements within, especially when you think about business, the entire thing is a game. Like the founders I talk to that are, you know, at a certain point, you just don't need any more money. Right. Yep. And it's like, okay, why do you keep, why do you keep doing this? It's just, I enjoy the game, man. I enjoy playing. <laughs> so true. And the same reason why we're doing this podcast right now, we enjoy the game. We enjoy playing. Mm. What's the, I'm curious to get your perspective on what's the measure of success in the game. Right. Because when you're playing like a finite game, like, you know, football or something like that, you have the four quarters and you have the score and, and touchdowns and field goals and all that stuff. In this game of leveling up, how do you view life? Yeah. I mean, look, it's not supposed to end. I mean, you, you keep playing until you die, basically. Um, and, and that's that's the fun game. Right. Like, I think when you start a business or let's say you're playing football, there's an end in mind. Right. And then, you know, the goal is to get to, to the Super Bowl. And then it's, it's kind of a zero sum game um, to have to win that championship. Right. And then you feel all down about it. But if you just keep enjoying the journey every single day, that journey will never end. And you just keep getting stronger and stronger and you keep compounding over time. Um, you know, there's people that talk about the infinite game. You know, Simon Sinek brought that concept back. I think it was from another guy in the eighties, but the whole idea is when you're playing the infinite game, you're trying to play long-term games with long-term people. Um, and you're not, you know, especially in the internet marketing world, people are too focused on short-term profits. Mm. But if you look at the best investors in the world, they have such a long-term outlook that, you know, you hear Charlie Munger talk about deferred gratification, delayed gratification, right? The longer you can wait, the better. I think the problem we see in the world of, of marketing, especially is, um, 
people are jumping from project to project from profit to profit. And they're not thinking about, you know, how do you build a long-term culture, a long-term team? And how do you think about um, serving the customers? Not so much me, 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 me. Right. And I, I think a good quote from, from Howard Marks, which is a great investor, um, Interestingly enough, the forward of my book is from Howard Marks, the founder of Activision, but not this one. <laughs> this, this Howard Marks was like, look, you know, you can, um, you know, if you stay at a bus stop, eventually you'll catch a bus. But <laughs> if you keep going from bus stop to bus stop, you might not ever catch one. Right. And this is talking about a win, right? The bus arriving is just a win. Mm -hmm. And so I think what happens too much is too much short termism. And it causes us to kind of have this like, you know, kind of a, I don't know, schizophrenic approach where you're just like, you're hopping from thing to thing to thing. Mm. So is that a matter of patience? Like patience is waiting for that opportunity or, or. Yeah. You know, I think patience is a part of it, but obviously it's, it's some people take it literally, literally. I remember um, in the early days I was like, Oh yeah, patience. So I'm just going to sit there and do right. nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's a mixture of patience and then persistence, right? Like you gotta, yeah. like, I think a lot of times in life, it's like when you hit, this is the problem for most people is when you hit adversity, you like have a choice, right? You can stay where you're at and not do anything. You can back down from that adversity or you can find a way around it, right? You find a way through it basically. And I think what happens to a lot of people is when they hit that adversity, they immediately go into self-doubt and they think they're on the wrong path. And so that's what causes them to jump from bus stop to bus stop mm. is like, in a way, it's like they want a lot of times we want a reward. We want the magic formula, right? That doesn't exist. But also it becomes, it comes from self-doubt. You go, man, I'm probably not doing this right. And you don't stick it out. And if you just actually stick it out, you'll end up succeeding, right? And so, I mean, at a certain point, I don't know what that line is in the sand <laughs> where it's the definition of insanity when you're not having <laughs> a success. But, you know, I think a lot of people, it's persistence and patience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a really important point. I think, um, you just talked about people jump from thing to thing because oftentimes they can't take the pain. It's like, Oh, I want to build this big audience on through SEO or social, this big podcast. And you realize a lot of these things take two to three years to even get to work. Same thing with the business to mm -hmm. even start to make a business work, unless you hit lightning in a bottle. Um, it's typically th that long of a journey. And I think one reframe I learned from kind of, um, poker especially is, is poker teaches you a lot of pain. And the reason for that is you can bring your A game for three months, six months, 12 months at a time, and the variance will catch up to you and you can still lose for all 12 months. It doesn't matter how good you are. And so poker really humbles you and it teaches you to, to kind of become unemotional when the pain comes, right? The psychological pain. And so for me, I've learned to reframe whether you want to, this might be a little sick reframe in, in my mind now, but I've learned to kind of enjoy it. Right. So when, when <laughs> someone like, you know, um, someone like, let's say something doesn't happen, doesn't go the way I want to. Right. Or someone, let's say someone says, uh, they turn me down for an event or something like that. So mm -hmm. I can get angry about it or I can say, that's great. Give me more. Right. And, um, when you learn to refuel, like to turn that into fuel, you reframe that into fuel. It becomes, it becomes strength instead of thinking, Oh, I'm so down. I'm so unhappy. The world sucks. And that type of stuff. And you get, you get all down on yourself. So I think part of this book is really about constantly reframing how things are right. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, people don't really like to talk about this much, but the, the, the people that are super successful are the ones that have, you know, a different type of mindset. Do you feel like you're constantly chasing after new leads? Does it feel like you're on a hamster wheel, running forward but not getting anywhere? That's not the life you imagined when you got into this business. Listen in as Luke Acri and I prove the extraordinary power of referrals and the money you can make using referral-based marketing. Our free webinar shows you how to stay top of mind, nurture clients, 
and automate your marketing so you can get off the hamster wheel for good. Go to ReminderMedia.com slash hamster wheel. Yes, that's the real URL. We named it that so you'd remember. Go there to find out the secrets that the top producers are using to live the life of freedom you know you deserve. That's ReminderMedia.com slash hamster wheel. Take action on this today. So good, man. I think that's so powerful is learning to like embrace that no, embrace that adversity and crave that. It's like almost shifting your mindset to crave that because it's like it's when you apply it to like sales, it's so interesting how we put so much weight on picking up the phone and calling someone and trying to close them as if it's like the hardest thing in the world to do, where when you really think about it, you're no worse off if they said no. Because they were a no to begin with before you called. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, but for some reason as humans, like we always put this amount. And I think it's because we put so much weight because we want that reward instead of it just being about the game, right? Instead of it just being about the process and the journey. You put so and much it's value like Ed on Milet, the reward, yeah. Yeah, he talks all the time about, it's just about becoming the best version of yourself constantly every single day. Yeah. So I'm curious because I think there's what, 15 levels? and leveling up, Mm -hmm. something like that. So can you walk us through like some of the first levels um, and give us kind of the principles there? Yeah, sure. And before I do that, I mean, that's why the book's not called level up. It's called leveling up because you're constantly trying to get stronger. Like level up is just one level, but you're constantly, you're you're like in the process of leveling up, right? It's just love that. the, The answer, the question is, how fast is that growth rate every single day? Right. And it just depends. It doesn't have to be fast. It just depends on how far you want to take it. Um, so one of the chapters, the the key chapters in the book is, is around thievery. And so I love that chapter because there's cognitive dissonance tied to it. So people don't like to think that they're copiers. People like to think that they're original. We take that to be very sacred. Oh, you know, I know I'm original. Right. And, but like, you know, I'm holding this mouse right here. And so, Apple stole the mouse from Xerox in the seventies or eighties, right? They mm-hmm. stole the GUI. They stole the graphical user interface. And Steve jobs himself said everything in life is just a remix. Mm. If you look at the rockets coming back from, from space, from, uh, from SpaceX, right? Like the rocket design, the fundamentally, it's still kind of the same foundation, but you know, he's added the, which is no small feat, the ability to bring it back. Mm. And so, you know, Picasso said great artists steal. And so like the fact that those of you that are, that are listening to this podcast right now, you're listening to draw inspiration to kind of pull it into your own, whatever thing that you're doing. Right. And so that's why I think fever is great. And the game I was playing when I was 12 years old, I won a championship, but um, this, these are like one-on-one duels, right? First I got destroyed in preliminaries, didn't have any strategy. Then I got lucky with timing where I got to watch someone and I just stole whatever they were doing. I just made it into my own because I used to play a lot of first person shooters and I swept everyone else and I won the championship. <laughs> so at that age I knew, oh, maybe I just need to like copy people, right? But <laughs> people, are like, people are so like, oh no, that's not me. Um, so that's trying to get people to reframe and understand that it's okay to borrow and, and really build on the shoulders of Titans. It's an incredible golden nugget. It's like uh, Tony Robbins teaches success leaves clues. And I think it's a lot of pride and ignorance that we don't, we try to go out there and we try to reinvent the re- wheel instead of just going, Hey, there are people that have gone before you that have done things that all you have to do is follow in those footsteps, follow those principles. You're going to naturally by your own osmosis, by your own personality, you're going to make it a little bit your own. It's going to come across as you, but you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to create a brand new idea every single time. Just get out there and and like apply this. If you're a real estate agent listening to this, a financial advisor, there are successful real estate agents making over a million dollars a year right now. 
If I was you, I'd be looking at what those people are doing and saying, what are they doing and how do I mimic this? How well, there's just, also yeah. innovation comes from practicing what others have done as well. I mean, you play music, like you don't start off necessarily. At least you can play every music. song with four chords. Okay, you four chords in a, in a, in a chords. maybe a fifth. That one. part no. is true. But no, you, you practice kind of playing the songs you like and eventually you're like, you know, I want to write my own. Mm-hmm. And you get influenced. Yeah. Like the influence naturally happens. On so you. one of the things that you have in the book, uh, Eric, that I want to ask you about is you've got these quests at the end of every chapter. I thought that was kind of a cool, unique spin in a book. And you're basically giving readers kind of a challenge to help them level up in that particular area that you're speaking about. What was your favorite quest in this book? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, so I think for me, the one that sticks out, and it, it ties in with uh, the, the journal that we have coming out, um, there's one around repetition. Um, and I think it's actually the last one. So I, I think repetition is really just about building great habits. Um, and then what happens at the end of it is saying, hey, like we, we give some someone something to do. It's like, oh, what, what's something you're trying to cultivate? I'm just making things up right now. Um, it's like, maybe you want to get better at, at drumming, okay? So what's one thing you could do every day to get you started on that habit, right? And um, I did take this concept from... Um, Stanford professor BJ Fogg, he talks about tiny habits mm. and like, if you don't floss a lot, um, maybe you just need to floss one tooth per day. Right. Um, and if you, if you're trying to, you know, start running, maybe you just put on your running shoes, you know, once a day and it'll get you going on that habit. So it's, it's, it's building blocks basically. Um, but to your point, I think I like putting quests at the end of it. Cause, um, you know, it's, it's actually giving someone something to do versus just giving them a bunch of, um, you know, giving them like a bunch of uh, written text. There's also something unique about the book. I'll just kind of tease it for everyone listening because I'm a, I'm a bit of a gamer too. So I kind of love this stuff, but you have like special codes that you can unlock at the end of every chapter, <laughs> That's brilliant. which takes you to a website where you can plug something in. So that's pretty cool. Very creative. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, on that one, I think if it's uh, because we're, we're like, you know, we're marketing nerds here. Um, yeah. So there's a, I was like, okay, what else can I add on top of the quest? Right. Like what else can I do? I was like, okay, let's have, let's have um, these little bonus videos. Um, spell out the word gamer in it. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's you, you unlock one, it's G A M E R. And then, yeah, I mean, there's, there's unique videos for each one. And then there's a bonus at each one too. There's like a bonus task for them, like share this on social or whatever. So I get to ask them, like, I, I get to have five different call to actions too. So um, <laughs> you're funneling people. yeah, you're funneling people Love in the that. book. It's a great business yeah. process. Yeah. If you can make something fun and this is obviously Eric's kind of talking about this from the perspective of, I'm sure you're getting someone to fill out an email address for something, or I'm sure you're getting them to share on social media that's generating leads that's putting people into your list but you're making it fun for the person yeah. on the other end to do and you can apply that in your own marketing you know if you're listening to this podcast and you are running your ads we talk about you know running facebook ads we talk about doing email content all the time think about what is actually fun that your prospect list that your clients can interact with to enjoy yeah it's so good it's all about the client experience so even in, even in you writing this book, you're creating a great client experience. So I'm curious. So after someone reads the book, what's the main, you know, takeaway that you want them to get from this? Yeah, I think it's, you know, at its core, the book is about building habits. So there's a lot of habit books that are out there. I mean, I think here's a reframe, right? It's again, building on top of other habit books. This one is tied more towards people that you know, have at least played one game in their life, right? Like duck hunt even counts. And so um, what about bejeweled? Does bejeweled count? Bejeweled (laughs) counts. Absolutely. Tetris, all these games count, man. I Um, forgot about bejeweled. So anyway, (laughs) Minecraft, uh, not Minecraft, Minesweeper counts too. And so, you know, what I would say is the book is intended to, the 15 power-ups are just really the beginning. It's like, there's so many other power-ups in the world or habits or mental models to build around. 
And um, there's a journal that's tied to it afterwards as well, where it's just going to say, Hey, each day you're kind of tracking what you're trying to do, what you're grateful for amazing things that happen. Cause that's a journal that I fill out every single day right now. And so there's the book. And then it's like, if you want to kind of, you know, keep habits going, you can get the journal if you want, there's no requirement. And then after that, look, my world, you know, at least the stuff that I learn and the stuff that I teach is all around marketing and then also business. Like if you want to learn that, you can learn that. Right. I don't want to be known as a course creator or a, or a coach. Right. Cause I have, you know, I, there's, there's actual like, other software businesses and things like that, that I operate. But, um, I think it's a great, um, it, it's a great kind of vehicle to kind of wrap everything around, at least for this stuff. No, I love that. And fun fact for everybody in my software engineering days back in school, Minesweeper, you had to code. So I had to code Minesweeper. I'll see if I have to go back and find my, Why would you have to code Minesweeper? my version of oh, the game. Oh, you coded it for it. I coded the game. Yeah. Uh. Minesweeper. Yeah. So, so that's a fun fact for everybody. That's crazy. <laughs> Josh is like, why, why would you have to code Minesweeper? No, I love that. Here's what I would say. And I think it's so critical for people to understand is that you just have to realize you are the sum of your habits. Like you, the product that you are directly flows from your habits. So everything you do every single day, and that's why I love this idea of leveling up. I love this idea that you're powering up at like when you're doing your gratitude journaling, when you're doing these things like meditation, when you're thinking about your sleep cycle, you're consciously thinking, if I do this habit, it will get me this piece, right? It will get me this and from a a product standpoint. And it's like, I think so often, we're just constantly in the motion of life and the hamster wheel of life. And we never think about what we're actually doing. And then that's why you feel like you don't have purpose. It's why you feel like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. My business is running me. I'm not running my business. All these things that we all hate. Yeah. It comes out of just your simple habits every single day. Awesome. Well, Eric, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Uh, let everybody know how they can order the book. Yeah, they can go to levelingup.com. So I got the domain um, or you can just go to your favorite online retailer to, to pick it up. And yeah, that's basically Dude, it. How'd you get that domain? Was that super expensive? You don't have to share the dollar unless you I'll want share. to. No, I'll share. I, I didn't, I didn't pay like in the grand scheme of things. It wasn't like I paid a million dollars. I paid $4,000 for it. And then oh, that's um, not bad at all. That's a great yeah, domain so. to buy for four grand, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks again, Eric. Thanks for having me. All right, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to dive deeper into this episode and get those links that we talked about on the show. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com. You can also check out the video of this. We mentioned earlier that yes. you guessed the background that Eric had. I was proud of background. myself for I was that. super proud of you, man. If you're looking for ways to support the show, there's two ways we ask you to do that. First way is to head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and a comment there. And the best way is to tell a friend about the podcast. So share this episode with somebody that you know uh, that could help them with uh, yeah. this with uh, their business. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And please follow us over on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. Ariel said she's going to do 30 days of Instagram reels coming up. So make sure you're I following to check that out. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acre. I encourage you to listen to this interview again. Pick up the book, Leveling Up. But there was something that Eric kept mentioning in the interview that I want you to practice. He mentioned the idea of refra- reframing your mindset, right? You want to reframe it and then use that as fuel to grow your business, to grow yourself in your life. So embrace the negative. Reframe your mindset. Every negative, every piece of adversity that you you face in your life this next week, practice reframing, practice facing that and embracing that and almost valuing that where it drives you and it fuels you to get better. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 